Hey pervs, John has some audio problems, I'm really sorry about this, but John has some audio problems in this episode, so be prepared, mentally prepare yourself for some, how surprising is this, audio issues from John Hastings. Crazy. The concept blows even my mind. Bye bye. Jump, jump. It's the wrestling review, y'all. Jump, the wrestling review. Jump, with my boy John Hastings. John Hastings open his bitch. And that new Dylan got broke. Dylan got, so what you got? You know what it is. Come on. Oh yeah, Dylan. What are you wearing on this hot summer's day? Ooh, you what I'm wearing? I'm wearing a hospital gown and my son isn't here. That's right. I'm Vince McMahon's mom <laughs> who turns 100 today. Where's my son? He's jacking off on your father's graves. <laughs> where, where, where's my boy? My boy. Taste it, mommy. Oh, it's Vinny. I want to re- let you know that I don't wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> hey, mommy, did you know my daughter grew up to have big tits? Ha, 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 What is the likelihood that Donald Trump and Vince McMahon have compared daughters in terms of hotness? I'm putting it at a solid 100%. <laughs> For sure it is. Oh, yeah, yours is taller, but mine's got good arms. <laughs> Here's the problem with your daughter, Donnie, is that your daughter's attracted to a pencil-naked little bitch, and my daughter likes it from a man. <laughs> yeah, man with no balls. I am, of course, Dylan Gott, and that is the sultry sounds mm. of John Hastings. We're talking about Vince McMahon's 1992 part two of it's 1994 three, because you, the lovely 1994. Sorry, 1994, and this is for the lovely Christopher Hobson, who motherfucker, our researcher Christopher Hobson, not our researcher, also our producer, our love maker, our life taker, our soul taker, our heartbreaker. The minutia of criminal wrestling. <laughs> of criminal. Oh, speaking speaking so of minutia, by the way, Dylan, I don't know if you've popped into the uh, comments on or the uh, reviews on iTunes recently. Uh, by the way, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Do you want me to do that now? I'll look up some bad ones. I mean, I think I saw one of them where they called us marks. <laughs> Just a couple fucking. My marks. personal favorite one is a bunch <laughs> of them are like these guys are really left wing, and I'm like, what? What about the podcast is? Yeah, there's a few that are like a bit too left wing. I come, I come to wrestling for the facts, not left wing political polemic. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm like, I mean, I don't think they use the word. They polemic. certainly didn't. That was me putting that out there. But I was just like, <laughs> I love so much that they were like, I gotta take these soy boys down. They, oh, I'm all for cum chat, but I want that cum to be directed towards a poor person that has no rights. You know what I'm saying? Here's the weird thing. I'm looking at our iTunes rating. We're 4.8 right now. We got 28 ratings, but I sw- I could swear to you I've been on other sites where we're at 3.9 and it's just people being like <laughs> for sure all right, the first one I'm on their side with like audio issues and then the second the one I'm like, of the I don't want I like my pro wrestling with a side of nothing else. Uh, I'm a keto pro wrestling fan. The bread in this meal is cum talk, and I am not into that. Please tell me that was something that someone actually wrote, or is that you paraphrasing? That was me paraphrasing. Oh, good. Because I genuinely think a lot of wrestling fans are like people who just don't understand. Oh, yeah, I do the carnivore diet. Oh, that sounds like it's really hard. Not for me. I just eat the meat, and then I stare at yeah, the window. Yeah, no, I, I set a goal that affects only me. Now be quiet. Quiet, mother. <laughs> now, if you're going to call me mommy, then you can stay. Yeah, I'm mommy now, mom. That's why they like wrestling. It's because Vince McMahon <laughs> wanted to be his own mom, and now he's his own mom. I'm Vinny. I'm my own mom. Are you serious? <laughs> I certainly am, Dylan. All right. Well, here's another one. All right. So the first one is on Apple Podcasts, I guess, and we got a 4.8 rating, and now we're at 4.0, 117 ratings, but I can't, I can't see it. I don't have iTunes on this. That's the one I'm talking about. I read that. That's where there's a bunch of like bunch of leftists. I mean, I get it. (laughs) I get it. Terrible. If you want to hear about a wrestler, this is not the podcast. They are the worst. (laughs) They want to be comedians. Hey, do you guys do throw your uh, microphones away? Don't, they are not funny at all. Don't waste your time. I see. That was GW475. Yeah, it was. Way too left political. There it is. <laughs> um, two out of five. I don't know why they gave us two out of five, but 
Retarded. Just retarded. I don't think I need to go on. <laughs> middle school. A lot of middle school humor with two douches. I don't disagree. I don't. With that. I get. I a lot of these. I'm like, yep. So, so far, this is uh, asked and answered criticism, ladies and gentlemen. These two douches are being middle school. How am I going to defend that? Um, I think you find that we spell cum with an umlaut above the U. So actually, it's cum. A lot of people are comparing us to the douche in Parks and Rec. Which is yeah, again, not not a problem. <laughs> oh, that's not a lot. That's just as long as people, everyone knows say. that Dylan is crazy Ira and I'm the douche. <laughs> oh God, I really wish we had fart sound effects now. Oh, this is a uh, one small <laughs> for a. <laughs> One giant leap for a... Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, you do bare-ass fart. It's not bare-ass. It's, it's, first of all, it is through uh, through trousers. I don't drop my... I'm not... Ooh, I'm. This is trousers. middle school, not elementary school, Dylan. You don't bare-ass fart in a microphone. You'd get pink mouth. Now, John, let's get to the reason why we're here the somber wrestler review uh because that's the, that's that that podcast go to of reading your own bad reviews and just and and saying haha what what are they thinking is gone it's parsed out now okay what we're going to do is i'm going to say this the steroid trial we're going to talk about next week is really a feel good movie next to what we're going to talk about because uh, John, cock a shotgun, because it is Sex Crimes oh, Week no, on the Wrestler Review. not again. <laughs> sex Crimes. No. Doing this program was just a way for Dylan and I to express our love of wrestling uh, and chat about it. The first episode was Barry Darso for a reason. Most of the reason we started doing this is because we wanted to profile wrestlers who didn't have 35 shoot interviews and talk about how good they are and then maybe talk about some silly promos. And now, because of the perverse Christopher Hobson, who has bolded all the things where he goes, don't like that, like that. Those are the notes we're not going to be reading out. Um, but uh, the perverse Christopher Hobson has just written down all these crimes now. Yeah, because ladies and gentlemen, by the time it's 1994, the WWF is a bloated wasteland filled with criminals that haven't been caught yet. Anecdotal stories from this time period <laughs> yeah. are The Undertaker and Kevin Nash and Jimmy Del Rey are drinking in a bar with a lady. Undertaker and Kevin Nash leave. They wake up the next morning to leave the hotel, and that woman is shaved bald and crying and running around the hotel. They And Kevin Nash tells him, be like, well, she should have known better to hang out with a guy named the Gigolo, am I right? And I sleep less well at night. Kevin Nash did have one of the greatest, I think this was in 1993, must have been because it was when the Steiners were there, but his quote was, the Steiners were like ribbing a new guy, and then like, I think Scott was putting his thumb in his butt, and then Kevin Nash was like, you realize that's sexual assault. Like, you're just sexually assaulting someone. And and then Scott Steiner said, What are you talking about? I'm just fucking every little fun, you fucking... Fuck you. I mean, it's exactly it. Sorry, I got distracted for a second because I'm staring out a window in Montreal where I'm visiting my wife, and no one on the streets is wearing masks, and it makes me want to lose my fucking mind. Ooh, masks mostly an inside thing, John. It's uh, transmissible through air, much like your nightmares. <laughs> But we get started in 1994. Uh, it gets started with a real fun... Actually, this is the lightest it gets in this episode. January uh, 17th, 1994. Meltzer reports blowback from a television taping on the 9th of November um, in 1993. This was at a high school. Basically, the <laughs> WWF uh, wrestlers... Uh, had two truckloads of waste, uh, broken toilet paper racks, chicken bones, there was a broken door, whiskey bottles left in the cafeteria, human shit was uh, <laughs> scattered across the locker room floor. The principal said he would not comment publicly about the situation because he was too furious. The WWF, uh, what, would, what did they want to pay in damages? $200. That's... This is Vince McMahon at his best. Well, maybe the janitor should have beat up the warlord. <laughs> Otherwise, he shits where this he shits. This is the thing with me is I guarantee I can tell you which wrestler did what. Whiskey bottle? That's the Undertaker right there, baby. Uh, chicken bones? Looking at you, Yokozuna. Uh, shit everywhere? Hello, Sean Waltman. Just broken toilet paper racks and broken doors? That's anyone else on the roster? 
And the fact that the pr- uh, principal couldn't comment because he was so angry, it's the most principal thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I don't even want to repeat their names because they're no good nicks. That was his official My name comment. is Gordon, and I wish you just smoke by the dumpsters as opposed to coming in and sullying this temple of education. Damn it. I'm so sorry for using harsh adult tones. Sorry. So this is in November of 1993 in uh, Carbondale. So who do you think shit on the floor? Sean Waltman, 100%. Really? You think... You think that Sean Waltman, the one, two, three kid. He, he did it really fa- fast, and he went, that's why they call me the lightning kid. And then um, <laughs> Rick and Scott Steiner then just left to go beat up a kid who went to that school. Are you a, ner- you a nerd? We're on the football team. Um, you're in your 30s. I said, fuck you. First of all, it's not called take a dump. It's have a dump, because I am having, you guessed it, a good time doing this. Yeah. <laughs> How do you have a nice time between fake fighting your friends? Uh, also, at the start of the year, everyone's favorite grotesque monster of the South, Jerry, leave the statues up so that I have someone that looks older than me, Lawler, does a media interview um, uh, predicting exoneration from the statutory rape, sodomy, and harassing a witness charge against him in Louisville. It's almost like he put money on it. Uh, <laughs> and a return to the WWF. Because, of course, this man is, of course, thinking, well, he's exonerated because he's paid all that money to a high-priced lawyer and to a small-town court. No way that we'll get in trouble for this. Oh, well, I mean, this is crazy because it's one of those cases, much like the other couple we're going to talk about, um, where it's so of a time. Like, this just wouldn't have blown over in 1994. Someone actually taking someone to trial. I say that... But Velveteen Dream did send, like, it was alleged that Velveteen Dream sent messages back and forth with some young fans, and they were sexual in nature, and no one cares, because they're like, I do like the Macho Man, though. (laughs) I I do want to have another Macho Man. I mean, I completely agree, and then it's like, everyone's like, Matt Riddle's a horrible piece of shit. Are they going to fire him? Oh, no, he reminds us of Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels did much worse, so he's fine. Yeah, Matt Riddle's actually got a pretty cool gimmick, so it's fine. Mm, come back to us when it's, uh, I don't know, Tyler Breeze who's doing something. I think you'll up. find he's a bro, so in our mind he's living the gimmick. Welcome to the WWF. <laughs> oh, God. So, all right. So to be let's, clear, let's that some... is the attitudes not shared by us. Leftist wrestling po- program, the wrestler review. That is the... The leftist wrestling douches. Hey, uh, hey, John, what do you, what do you think about Universal Health? I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna be like, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Dylan and the Pussy Cleanser. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're gonna give. Uh, we're gonna give away basic universal income. <laughs> I don't hey, know. be the fourth caller, and you will receive information about how to properly educate your child when the public health service does not do it adequately. Yeah. And then coming up in a little while, we're going to put some right-wing religious nutbars to the test while we just conduct basic trivia about the construction of religion within North America. <laughs> I think that being non-binary is just the next logical step in humanity. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Fuck me, fuck me. Those were two sound effects. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I want to make that radio show very badly. That would be. I would listen to that. <laughs> oh, the left-wing, uh, the woke... <laughs> the woke annoying this is great left wing op and anthony oh i'd listen to the shit out of that it's it still could have jim norton i always hated it when it's like we got we got shitty dan in a parking lot uh dan what are you seeing in the parking lot um i'm in the middle of nowhere all right we're gonna kill dan we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna kill dan live on the air uh could someone stop listening to stir i'm i'm feeling I'm, I'm all fine with all that sort of stuff all right uh, at the hearing, Jerry Lawler was a monster, continues to be a monster, and will always be a monster. The 14-year-old girl, who was 13 at the time of the al- alleged incidents, uh, had recanted her story in a five-page affidavit. Nevertheless, the charges remain, uh, remained, and a trial was set for the 5th of April, with a final pretrial hearing on to the 24th of March, which would be the last opportunity for Lawler's attorneys to get the charges thrown out. The WWF made it clear on several locations that the Lawler was welcome back if he was exonerated, and despite... Lawler trying to label the Louisville hearing as a victory. Uh, he was still in a position um, 
he was still in the position of his return being on hold for at least several months. Lawler had put on hold the idea of working Northeast independent dates, presumably because he felt he would return to the WWF and he accepted, uh, but he accepted dates in Philadelphia for February. Lawler also said that I am a monster. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. During the entire trial, he was just, uh, he had a plate and he was just, <laughs> he was just putting a fork and a knife in between going, Sorry, there's so much yummies here, I can't help myself. And then it was, is that your official statement, Mr. Lawler? Uh, my official statement is uh, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is this a corner room or is this a buffet for Jerry? Ha ha! Oh, I've heard of it all you can eat buffet, but this is an all you can take buffet. Hoo hoo, hee hee, they don't have, they don't have wheels. I just, uh, what was hoo hoo, hee hee, I just want to let you know when my son died, I liked it. Ha ha, hoo hoo, hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy to me that The Rock gets be cool like nine years after this, and Vince McMahon is like, "I don't think we can have you back. <laughs> um, why don't you do something badass like be a pedophile?" Yeah. <laughs> oh God, wrestling! So yeah, how Rock? You br- he did take him out of the ring though, didn't he? Did did Lawler go back into the ring after? Absolutely, uh, Ultimate Warrior Roddy Piper. There's also he's in the ring a lot in '95. Oh, he is. Of course, he is. Okay, cool. That's the edge his character really needed. I mean, yeah. they say that they use uh, the truth comes from wrestling, but they only did that in the case of like Eddie Guerrero. Remember, Eddie Guerrero dies, and they immediately put Rey Mysterio in an angle where someone's trying to like take his shit on Eddie's grave. It's like, all right, well, you if you're gonna do that, you have to do something where it's like <laughs> Bret Hart. <laughs> or Mick Foley, the way the mankind turns faces, he leaves his kid in the crowd, and Jerry just tries to take it or something. Um, what's very interesting is the what, Jerry Lawler basically goes on media interviews throughout all of this and goes, "I don't need to worry about this trial because I know I'll have a job because everyone in wrestling believes I wouldn't be capable of doing that," which is not true. Everyone in wrestling definitely was like, "Yeah, he definitely did it," and the only brave man who would say something was, of course. The honky-tonk man. Hey, time to tell truth about my cousin and then drink a bunch of those beers that come in metal bottles. The honky-tonk man. (laughs) (laughs) The last time my cousin served someone to drink it had a little sippy cup on it because he likes some young honky-tonk man. Hey, everybody, I just want to let you know the honky-tonk man does two things. He takes off his trousers one leg at a time, and he checks ID. Honky-tonk man. (laughs) The attorney for the alleged victim, Mike James, not the basketball player, that's the only joke I can get about this, was interviewed on a Louisville television station. James said the girl was not only opposed to prosecution of Lawler, but said the government does not have a case because of the absence of, of physical evidence. James acknowledged the girl signing the affidavit had not uh, had not been coerced into changing her story. So that's her own lawyer saying she hasn't been coerced into changing her own story. Later on, of course, Jerry Lawler is convicted of witness intimidation later on. So isn't that a thing to be convicted And all through while, Vince McMahon goes, well, you didn't get caught for the ones that'll affect sponsors. Welcome back. Let's make you one of the voices of our company. And let's make sure you work with a guy who's just, you know, a regular creep. Uh, There's also a promo. Oh, my God. Is it Doug Gilbert? It has to be Doug Gilbert. I mean, it probably is. I'm going to look this up right now because I really thought I was going to remember the name before I started. Is it Doug Gilmore? Former Toronto Maple Leaf Doug Gilmore? So Doug Gilmore was on Memphis Wrestling, and he says, basically, the only reason Brian Christopher's getting a push is because he's Jerry Lawler's kid, and Jerry Lawler molested a (laughs) 14-year-old. That's what he says on TV. Very good stuff. Jim Cornette's favorite wrestler. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Kurt Blo... I mean, Jim Cornette also is full, full back... um, Full fullback to um, just calling Kenny Omega out on it was Doug Gilbert, yes, his infamous Jerry. Wait, Lawler. so you telling me that it wasn't Doug Gilmore of the Toronto Maple Leafs that did this? Former. So sorry, I should I should specify it was actually uh, Doug Gilmore. It was former yes. milk spokesman Doug Gilmore of the Toronto Maple Leafs, the yeah. guy who just left. Who also there was a rumor about he stopped being the milk spokesman because he banged kids too. I heard that rumor in high school, and then I think it was more linked to the fact he was no longer a good hockey player. But I mean, knows. I'm gonna go with the first one because you were in Stouffville, and everyone knows information about hockey. It runs to Stouffville. 
they got a the, yeah. You go right to the you go right to. They the got stores. a big fishing store. Where do you think people go to gossip? <laughs> you can see it from the fucking highway. Oh yeah, baby, we got a Bass Pro Shops. It ain't a Bass Amateur Shops. You fucking pussies. Yeah, fucking. You better wear a condom because you're gonna need protection from us because we're so good at fishing. So this is fun because Jerry Lawler is clearly under a lot of a stressy res here. And this is, I'm honestly proud of the beautiful, the wonderful, the vivacious Christopher Go Hobson on. Because Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer drops the story and Chris, Chris Hobson looked up like actual court records from Memphis around so that Dave, time. So Dave Meltzer is Dave Toski hunting the Zodiac Killer, and we've got Robert Graysmith on our side. That's the mo- yeah. most niche cr- I know what that true means. crime fucking reference you're going to fucking get in these parts. Um, is it true crime or is it false crime? Because the world's a simulation. As Dave Meltzer points out, it's hard to believe that alone would end up in five charges. Basically, couple stories five charges get out of here including witness harassment sorry it was witness harassment the jefferson uh, county grand jury heard from 17 witnesses before voting on indictments furthermore it seemed unclear at this point why the charges had been not had not been dropped if all if this is all the prosecution had lawler said on television that the second girl a 14 year old who was a key grand jury witness in the indictments had changed her story he blamed the fact he had not yet been cleared on having a female prosecutor who believed he was trying to make a name she was he she was trying to make a name for herself on the back of lawler and said they had welcomed the crime the department prosecuting lawler had an 85 percent conviction rate in crimes against children cases Meltzer points that out uh sorry Meltzer pointed that them going to trial with only the story of a jilted boyfriend who would risk their reputations and he uh, terms it a piece of the puzzle seemed to be missing from public discourse about the situation with Lawler so basically the story was um this boyfriend the 13 14 year old was dating a 25 year old at the time i believe and he she wanted to make him jealous so she said she'd fucked a bunch of wrestlers and named jerry lawler specifically you can't gun you can't done do that um so her parents uh apparently find the 25 year old or maybe i'm assuming they didn't know about the 25 year old either but then went to the cops and said um apparently our daughter uh not having the most fun Childhood. Yeah, evidently our daughter is being raised in Louisville, Kentucky, and is acting accordingly. So you're going to need to step in here, authorities. Yeah, um, Kurt Block, who was the public relations executive with NBC for 22 years before leaving exactly one year ago in 2019, he was hired as the vice president of media relations for Sight and Sports in January of 1994. He didn't make it to the end of 1994. Basically, he basically he crawled into NBC, and they were like, "Wow." You worked for a company of pedophiles, so you can probably talk uh, people out of when Matthew Perry got coked. Yeah, out. here's the thing to bear in mind. So how this all relates to Vince McMahon and all the crimes is that this all is being traced back to Vince McMahon. All of his, his brand between the steroid trial and then all of this stuff is it's all going... This wrestler works for Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon doesn't distance himself from any of these wrestlers. He basically just keeps going, well, if you get found not guilty of the thing I don't think is a crime... See you, see you later, bucko. <laughs> if you get found guilty of the freedom should include any crime you want, then uh, yeah. It's one of those things where, either, and there's a ton of stories, so their PR director doesn't last a year. The Calgary Sun and Canadian Wire Services report in the first three weeks of January that Davy Boy Smith is wanted by the Calgary police over an alleged bar Ooh, fight. this one's good. Oh, it's so fucking Canadian. This is such a wrestler thing because it's like this guy hits on um diana smith and bret hart is there davy boy then beats him up and like really fucking beats him up beats him up to the point where he has memory loss slurred speech lost hearing in one ear fractured his skull um people will i will say this people will bait essentially professional athletes davy boy smith included in this people who have a lot of money who are on tv into into confrontations like this and then exaggerate their injuries but you can't fucking exaggerate a fractured yeah again it's also one of those things where everyone warned him off of davy boy smith it being calgary you should be like it's you know it's not like it was halifax it was halifax 
The problem for Davy Boy Smith would have been then 11 of his weird friends in all various types of t-shirts they got free with a two for a beer. W- then he would have been in a real fucking fight. The most like I don't know how much more of a warning you need than a guy who's like openly smoking crack at the bar and just yelling steroids. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you, I want some steroids. I don't know what that accent was. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. All right, you try an accent and I'll try one. Because I started one and it came out Irish, so I gave up. Uh, let me take some steroids, isn't it? He was at the bar. Uh, smoking, I want to smoke some meth. And, though it came out Scottish, and... Steroids suck off. I'll suck you off for steroids. Oh, he's ha- he's having was... a wink. He's having a wink on me, wife. <laughs> okay, I'm David Boy Smith. I'm going to do some steroids in me bottle. Um, bear in mind, we're still just in January. What probably happened was David Boy Smith put the man in a guillotine choke, and when he refused to release light, um, and when he released the Cody Light, the victim, he fell on the floor or stumbled and fell on the floor after having so little oxygen how, in his body. How Hobson is English from the beautiful Midlands, I guess. How amazing is it that a guy from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, is named Cody with a K? Cody Light. He sounds he sounds like a beer that you can get for fifty cents for a bottle, and be like, you know, if you return the twofer, it's like thirty cents a bottle. Anyway, I found a dead rat in three. That means you get a free. T-shirt. Yeah, but it's Cody here. I just want to let you know I'm here to touch your wife and then collect the insurance money. So who wants to kiss a face that's got scars? <laughs> My favorite thing. I mean, it's it's never. It's never, obviously, it's never okay to be this aggressive towards a woman, but my favorite thing is he was drunk and he went, you got a nice fucking wife to Davy Boyce. <laughs> you got a nice fucking wife. I mean, wife. all of this sounds very Calgary. Uh, oh, I'll yeah. never forget being in a bar and I was with a girl that I was somewhat seeing at the time. And another, and just a random stranger said to her, uh, if you're not fucking him, you're fucking me. oh yeah that's it's again it's as i've said before and i said again canada is very lucky that we're next to america so their madness is drowns out our madness but just come to you have to come to canada and not go to toronto or montreal or you need to not be in the downtown cores of those areas and oh doggies you're gonna see some shit oh no yeah it's canada is just cold australia apply all of the Things you think about Australia, and then it's that's Canada. It, that's all it is. Anyway, uh, Davy Boy was, of course, acquitted of causing Light's injuries because it was probably a court in Calgary. He's like, well, did you fucking tell her she had nice melons? <laughs> You're right, I did, buddy. You can't be fucking doing that, buddy. <laughs> right oh, on. Fuck- uh, how you doing, boys? Okay, good to see you. Oh, my God, my chair. Uh, all right, I just... Oh, please tell me you've <laughs> no, gone over did chair. <laughs> Hey, Ray, boys, let me fucking tell you right now. Good to see everyone. I got a double-double right here. I just want to let you know, you're talking about her fun bags and nothing fucking illegal about that. Fucking case dismissed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you fucked him up and he said you fucking hooter had nice hooters. I don't see the fucking problem here. Anyway, you get the cowboy hat. What does that mean? That means you As the leave. judge, I want to let everyone know here that we're straight. <laughs> <laughs> all right i find in ruling of the two straight guys you're both straight that's this great. is how fucking backwards calgary alberta canada is is that in canada they've done a thing where one crosswalk in a downtown core area will be painted like a pride rainbow say the sol- cities in solidarity um with pride in calgary that's a very expensive procedure because they're only allowed to have it painted during certain times of the year so so they paint it and then they oh they paint over it and then they paint it back i mean Either do it or don't. That's even worse. I mean, like, you can be gay only sometimes. <laughs> so, and by the way, there, this, this one is, pertains to this Vince McMahon how, because David Boy Smith is receiving a push in WCW. This derails him, and Vince McMahon goes, I like what I'm hearing about this court case and about how he's straight. Hire that man. Yeah, exactly. Um, we got a pipeline to the bad boys. Also, Vince McMahon, this is great. Um they he's already fucked the people the people he's already fucked the roster over with low SummerSlam payoffs obviously of course he needs all the money he can get and the company has stopped wrestlers using the frequent flyer miles occurred through titan travel expenses 
basically, um, they're keeping all their fucking frequent flyer miles now so they can pay Jerry McDivitt in frequent flyer miles. Hey, Jerry, thanks for making that witness cry. You get a free trip to Cincinnati. Mm. Um, uh, Based on how many miles you have, I, I could go to London. Oh, Jerry, I didn't realize. Jerry, you can't go to Europe. <laughs> I was about to say something horrible. <laughs> you can't go to I mean, yeah, there was a, definitely a pause there where you contemplated. Yeah, I'm trying something. to just be better with what I'm saying because there's a certain point where I'm, I'm just going. Well, yeah, we're. Just, I'm just giving too much. I'm just get, making it too easy for uh, no context wrestler review. You know what I mean? I want that guy to have to, you know, put some effort in to making us look like monsters. Hey, I uh, am. Uh, never mind. I was going to say something even worse. So, if I could uh, interject here, John. Do you know who Mel Phillips Certainly is? Certainly don't. John, let me tell you who he is. He's a uh, he's a pedophile, backslash, employee for WWE. Um, we've talked about this a bit, and this is the part where I guess we're 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 a bit in here. We could probably take a break before we strap ourselves in for No, pedophile no, let's Island. let's head to uh, Pedophile Island and then we can take a break to reflect. You think you wanna you wanna visit you wanna visit uh, Mr. Epstein on Pedophile Island with Vince? I McMahon? mean when it's Vince McMahon knew Jeffrey Epstein. Let's all just say it. The problem is, is that Vince McMahon is weirdly not famous enough to bring it up, but I just know that if Ghislaine Maxwell ever actually goes to trial, they'll be like, yeah, he knew a lot of celebrities. And then this one guy from Stanford. Now, the guy from Stanford never fucked anyone. He just made everyone do push-ups with him. Vince McMahon probably just refers to Jeremy uh, Epstein as the liberal. Yeah, that liberal. Who, has a, who goes to France, damn it? <laughs> not tough enough for me former ring announcer mel phillips is painted as a pedophile he would keep a this is fucked up he would keep a black book of young boys was known as a sexual deviant outside of those allegations and in more recent times the wwe has been removing him from its tape library altogether that only took 20 years wait a minute this is bad Hmm. Still, I thought time would be kind to this, but apparently people are still prudes. As with uh, basically all pedophiles, Phillips would target kids from broken homes. Um, this is, of course, uh, the specific case of Mr. Cole, who was... Oh, God, it's so awful. He was on Donahue and Linda McMahon, essentially, in what we... We had an old Linda McMahon episode you can listen to, but Linda McMahon... This guy had Tom Cole actually had a lot of shit on the WWF and could sink them, but Vince couldn't even deal with it because of the steroid trial. So Linda softboyed him, um, basically convinced him that he shouldn't testify because it would be so hard on him. They do this all the time to people who have cases like this. Um, it would be so hard on him, so why would he go to trial? It would be so much more awful than what's already happened is already awful. So what they did was gave him a job, and they essentially paid him to go to school, but he failed twice since they were paying for school because obviously he'd been uh, horribly, horribly Scarred by uh, the molested. incident? Yes, of course. Yeah, for decades. For like a decade. Like this guy started... Oof, it's, this is awful. This guy basically started um, in their system of being uh, done with was um, for like a decade. He started young and then he came up and 15, he finally basically was like, this is fucked up and started to trying to speak out. And uh, he was going to go to trial. They convinced him not to. They just made him sit in the audience at, at Donahue um because donahue the donahue show was supposed to be it if he would have been in the audience i should say or not in the audience if he would have been on the panel it would have been absolutely explosive but that was one thing that the wwf during that time definitely linda mcmahon is maybe the most important she vince is 1a but linda is 1b where it's like break in case of emergency is linda mcmahon do you know what i mean like this is why she got she was her senate run was funded this is why she gets to have a political career because this woman is a fucking ice cold yeah it's also i think that she also knows how to treat these situations with humanity and vince will just come in and sledgehammer it and she'll be like oh you know you'll be in trouble actually i don't think it's yeah i mean it, it's minute it's manipulation it's, no, no, right? it's a different like, form of manipulation she's just much better at it and vince vince yes. is for all of his flaws 
isn't that great at subtlety. Like Linda's a fu- Linda ended up as the small business czar of the United fucking States, and then was the Crazy. first cabinet appointee to get the fuck out of the Trump administration because she probably saw which way the wind was blowing. Yes, or also it's like, well, we've got a lot of bribes here. Let's just fucking back away. Not today, Disco Lay Day. It's crazy how like basically the WWE is just the mob, but with characters, and because of that, they're not liable for all this stuff. It's nuts. The more you read up on this, anyway. So, um, I don't really want to get into what Mel Phillips liked specifically when the boys got too old for Mel Phillips. I fucking hate this. This they were then given to Terry Garvin, who would then trade them sexual favors for jobs. These men are both monsters. One of these people was supposedly Brooklyn Brawler, and there is a multitude of people who assume this is true. And even a match with Lord Alfred Hayes, who used to put his dick in people's hands when they closed their eyes, talking about how Terry Garvin trained Steve Lombardi and he taught him how to take attacks from the rear. There's also a reference of he learned how to go behind from Pat Patterson. Gorilla Monsoon is a monster. Lowell Alfred Haynes, clearly a sociopath. Um, and, um, of course, uh, there is people that allege pay- Patterson traded jobs for sexual favors. However, it is still a gray area, as reported in 1993. The most reliable narrator for this is Tom Cole, who paints Patterson more as a man who would uh, visibly check you out and even grab your ass, but not someone who did the things that Phillips and Garvin did. So his behavior is more akin to the kind of a salesman who would come on to a woman in a sexually aggressive way that makes your skin crawl, but not actually rape them. Again... What a horrible thing, and what was done about this? Tom Cole was silenced and bribed so it wouldn't affect Vince's fake company. Fuck you, Vince McMahon. Fuck you, Linda McMahon. And fuck you, Triple H, for some reason. How? This is another thing. How? This is awful, but, like, how incredibly lucky. How many horseshoes do they? does this company have up his ass where it's like the federal government has two things they could really... Like, they totally could have went after this case of, like, you knew about the Ring Boy scandal, you didn't care about it, but instead they were like, let's go after the fact that a lot of these guys are too buff. Yeah. Isn't that fucking insane? Welcome to the, welcome like, to the 90s. Yeah, there's a, system of, um, there's a system of molestation where they're just turning out uh, children, but... I just that guy's thighs make me think things. I don't. It's want. what it literally is. Is it was the peak of the war on drugs and steroids were a class A narcotic and they could prove a company was doing it. In 1999, Tom Cole gave a substantial interview about the issues that occurred. He stated that he was spurred on by the change in product upon the dawn of the Attitude Era when he felt the WWF uh, has dispensed with subterfuge and were presenting themselves as is on TV, which is even fucking more damning in a way of saying. Oh, what they're presenting as fake on the uh, television for the Attitude Era is what it was like when I was actually there. That's right. I saw Mae Young give birth to body parts. <laughs> but the other thing is, basically, here are the people that uh, approach Tom Cole. Tom Cole says, I want to tell this horrible story. And he's immediately um, he's immediately contacted by Geraldo Rivera who then, um, the original story is broken by Phil Mushnick, and then he decides to side with basically Linda McMahon. And those uh, is a Mount Rushmore of uh, exploitive groups. Yeah, they strap in for real dick bag, dicky bag, 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 dick bag, 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 dicky dick, big, big bag. Yeah. Uh, and Tom Cole basically uh, backs up a lot of what every single podcast characterization of Vince McMahon was, which he was extremely sympathetic but then once he was in the system of the WWE, it was all results. And then he was like, well, I mean, I do have PTSD from being repeatedly molested by your employees. And they were like, yeah, but you're getting bad grades. You're- yeah, it's fucking insane. Also, he lied to Tom- Larry King about who Tom Cole was while they were in advanced negotiations. Um, the terms of this... Vince McMahon did. There was a Larry King interview about the steroid scandal and the ring boy scandal. And he lied about who Tom Cole was on the air while they were having advanced. I just wanted to make that clear that you were talking. Yes. I also just want to say this right now. Uh, parts of Tom Cole's settlement involved that Garvin and Phillips couldn't wrestle or couldn't work for the company anymore. What forced them out eventually and to guarantee they couldn't work in employment was a settlement. It wasn't like then the WWF kicked them out, anything like that. It was simply just like, well, I guess these guys can't be here anymore. Ugh. You know what the crazy thing about the WWF in 1994 is? Is that it's like either 
you're a wrestler in WCW now, or you're a criminal and Vince is catching the heat. It may be the worst year, even worse than like 96 and certainly worse than 97, but like 95 and 96 are just like, oh man, we can't draw anyone. Well, at least I'm not being held accountable because the Ultimate Warrior sport ran over a bunch of it's, Well, This is the thing is all of what happens in these years is what leads to 95 and 96. Is this corrupts and destroys their reputation, their product, everything. Now, um, we'll go to the... We'll we'll go to a, a quote from Jerry McDivitt regarding Murray Hodgson, who was another one of the. Um, this is how we're going to go to break. This is this is how Jerry McDivitt knew that Murray Hodgson wouldn't be a problem. Going after Murray Hodgson, he was suing them, and they went after him. Jerry McDivitt, their lawyer, said, "Okay, this is Tom Cole's quote about this." Jerry going after Murray Hodgson, he was suing them, and they went after him. Jerry McDivitt, her lawyer, said, "We dug up stuff on him. He's a." Cl- he is a closet case. Not the word Jerry used. All kinds of shit like that. Not the word Jerry he won't used. Won't be suing us for long. So basically, he was like, "Well, he's gonna have to admit he's gay." We'll be like, "Well, he's gay," and then the judge will be like, "What? Gay? Gay?" Your Honor, this man is a homosexual. Oh, what? Good day, sir. Ooh, ooh, this year is it fun to cover? The steroid trial will be better because it's just about clowns, clown, 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 clowns. This is about the devil. <laughs> this should have been Patreon only for Christ's sakes. Why the fuck are we doing this on the? You gotta fucking pay to hear all this. Yeah, you usually have to pay to shit. hear us be ups- Yeah, this usually you have to pay to hear us to hear Dylan and John right now because uh, usually on this fine free stream we're being Gavin McGinnis Light and Milo Yana fart in your face. <laughs> <laughs> um we're going to take a break come back and talk about uh, jim ross getting fired for having bell's palsy and being a bitch oh hi everyone i think you're all wondering does dylan use condoms no and that's why you need to do- donate to patreon because he has a lot of children his wife doesn't know about <laughs> I am the king. I coined the phrase risky cream pie. <laughs> and you need to give to Patreon to help my maybe there's a baby fund. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. If you don't want to do that, uh, you're a fucking loser. But if you're still a fucking loser and you're okay with that, rate us on iTunes. It does help with the algorithms for old fucking uh, Steve Slobs' goddamn Apple things. So rate us on iTunes, rate us on SoundCloud, rate us in real life, 1 to 10. John, Here's a hint. it's been such We're a depressing It certainly has. I wanted to bring back an old favorite. Go on. Cute facts. Ooh, I don't have them in front of me. Can you? Do you have them in front of you? Oh, I have them. Oh, have them. hell fucking yeah, buddy. I need one. What's a group of hedgehogs called? I don't know. A pocket? A prickle. Oh, that's fucking great. Do you know what a... Uh, oh, everyone knows that one, I think. Uh, Say it anyway. Say it anyway. What's a group of pugs called? Mm, a puddle. A grumble. No, it is. They're grumbling. It's still very sad. Did you know that otters hold hands when they are asleep so that they don't float away from each other? I certainly did know that. I also know they have a favorite rock. That's adorable. Now let's talk more about pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, let's not fucking get sad again. Let's get sad let's get get sad let's get sad get the tissues and deb your tears we are fans of an institution that is monstrous (laughs) yeah try and separate the art from the people when it comes to pro wrestling it's impossible you'll just be watching videos of Daniel Bryan when he's got a neck injury at home. Mm. Yeah, at least that everyone says wrestling sucks now, but at least all the kids who are just starting to watch wrestling, their favorite memories of pro wrestling won't be like, they'll look back and be like, oh, Daniel Bryan, what a good father. We look back and it's like, oh, that guy set a school on fire just to hear the screams. Interesting. I, I was always a Steve Austin guy. What about his daughters? Oh, he left them to be raised by a drug addict woman in England while he wrestled boys. Because he wanted to be stone cold. Yeah. Um, that glass smashing was his uh, daughter's sense of a family dynamic. <laughs> February 15th, 27-year-old John Segevan testified to the grand jury that indicted Jerry Lawler. Uh, um, sorry, I'm 
who testified to the grand jury that indicted Jerry Lawler was charged with the forcible rape of a 15-year-old girl. The charge stated that Segavan allegedly raped the girl after offering her a ride home from a church dance in Louisville on the 26th of November, which was two weeks after Lawler was indicted. And... There's a little pouch in an otter's body where it can keep its favorite rock. Oh, it keeps its favorite rock in the little pouch. Not only does it have a favorite rock, it keeps oh, it in a huge it's pouch. fucking adorable. That's not a... <laughs> I don't care this guy's name. This John guy, I mean, yeah, I'm going to call him John just for now on. Uh, John oh, re- reported the Lawler issue to the police when he confronted who uh, raped this 15-year-old, reported the Lawler case to the police. Good, good. He was the guy who reported it. And he came he he came home and reported this to the police about Jerry Lawler. So a monster reported a monster. Yeah, Jerry Lawler refused refused to the uh, referred to the accused as part of his groupies, which is a weird thing to say about a group of 14-year-old mm-hmm. girls. It is. You shouldn't be saying that. You should have said fans. But you said groupies. So that's little window in. That's little window into that guy. Those women, I'm Jerry Lawler, and they're my objects. Um, and uh, he, of course, married uh, the cat, who I believe that they got married when she was 19. Yuck. Yucky, yucky, yucky. So here we go, because this is Meltzer abandons the story after the charges were dropped. And the charges are dropped, obviously, because your witness here is a guy who is also guilty of the thing you're charging someone else with. So here it comes. This is Christopher Hobson. He didn't subscribe to a court document website. Uh, He just searched the internet. And the man was convicted. This John was. John was convicted. No, not different John. Different John, but I'm just going to say John was convicted. Stop. Just say his full name. In 1995. The case against Jerry Lawler was settled on the 23rd of February. A plea bargain was reached uh, in Jefferson County. Lawler pled guilty to harassing a witness. And the four counts of sexual assault were dropped. That's a very different thing from him being innocent. Judge Earl O'Bannon then sentenced Lawler to 12 months suspended sentence and two years of unsupervised probation. If Lawler stayed crime-free for the next five years, he could have the conviction expunged. So they basically were like, you, you, you paid for to not be guilty of this, but you're probably guilty of this. They basically were like, we need to seem like we're punishing you somehow. Here's no punishment. Hey, you're on probation. You're on probation. Call this guy and say you're not doing this. And then he'll be like, my name is Judge Earl. I'm the judge here at this circuit court of Louisiana, Louisville or Kentucky or whatnot. And I just want to tell you, Jerry Lawler, the only thing you're guilty of is being awesome. (laughs) <laughs> Jerry Lawler was under investigation in Kentucky and Indiana. Charges were only filed in Kentucky. I'm going to say it now, and I'll say it again. Everyone in those states are dirty, rotten mos- monsters, and I fucking hate you all. Monsters? You're monsters. Dirty, rotten monsters? You're made of moss because you don't move, you fucks. Ooh. Let's talk about something a little bit more lighter. Jim Ross's face being paralyzed for an unknown reason, possibly bacteria. Jim Ross suffers his first bout of Bell's palsy in 1994. In February 1994, the WWF decided to fire his fucking ass. Ooh, baby girl. That they fired him because he was, as the official document said, ugly now. He, uh, Vince was not pleased that JR's transformation into a Texas stereotype character, i.e. J.R. Ewing from the soap opera yeah. Dallas, which um, did not go well. Jim uh, Ross did not care for that move, and his hiring simply was not working out. Later in the year, the Observer also reported that Ross gave an interview to The Torch, making several comments which angered higher-ups at Titan. Bear in mind, this man is the reason why Vince McMahon still has a company in a couple of years. Meltzer commented that it looked unlikely Ross would be hired by WCW and make his future in wrestling look bleak. Dave Meltzer was wrong about that, but he was right about one thing, and that is Jesse Ventura getting almost a million dollars from Vince McMahon, who in the deposition screamed supposedly at Jesse, that's my money, Jesse. Although that <laughs> that is unconfirmed and based on stuff Jesse Ventura said, and so you can't really believe him. Jesse Ventura got that money because... Uh, essentially, uh, he was not being paid royalties for uh, appearing on various Col- on ninety yeah, Coliseum videotapes and stuff. And the reason why he got it is because he asked when he signed the contract, "Is no one else in the company getting um, royalties?" And Vince said, "Nobody else." And it was proven that Hulk Hogan was, meaning that um, 
uh, Vince gave him a, f- a contract that was null and void. Therefore, Jesse gets almost a million dollars. Fuck you, Vince. Yeah, that's a big one, too, because you, you're Vince McMahon right now where, okay, Jerry Lawler is a pedophile, but he got off. That's sick. Then you're looking at the uh, Ring Boy scandal. You've turned, your wife has turned Tom Cole to the fucking feds. That's sick, too. Good for you. That's two for two. And he loses about a million dollars here. Uh, that is two and one. And we're about to become two and two. Because we got the Chuck Austin case to look forward to. If you guys don't know who Chuck Austin was, he was a jobber who tried to sell the rocker dropper by basically doing a front flip. And it really tells you now how good wrestlers must be because you just see people basically spike themselves on the top of their head all the time now. Like that's like just how people take a DDT now. And this guy tried to basically spike himself on the top of his head and ended up being paro fucking lies. Yeah, by 2015, he was he was able to walk on crunches for a period of his life. He's now back in a wheelchair and continues yeah. to suffer muscle spasms, bouts of pain, bladder control issues, and um, has to restrict his fluids um, so that he doesn't <laughs> tinkle himself. Ladies and gentlemen, Vince McMahon, there you go. by the way, according to Shooter Views, has openly chastised this man as being a thief and shouldn't be paid for being bad. Pedophiles, run wild. Don't cost me money. That's me. I'm Vince McMahon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the most horrible man, the, the most honest man in American corporate world, Vince McMahon. I'll give him that. Oh, because he says what he he doesn't hide yeah. how fucking shitty it is. Oh, we'll start a charity. We'll start a charity, but we're naming it after a homophobic racist man who wore no shirt. That's how we'll <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> that was on the Instagram live this week. We I I hadn't read those quotes about the Ultimate Warrior in quite a while. He didn't care that Heath Ledger died. He basically said, Of course good that he killed himself because he portrayed a gay man in a movie. Yeah. Fucking wrestling's the worst Did you know puffins mate for life i certainly didn't that's cute mm, that's not nice. austin uh austin suited asked for 3.8 million with austin's lawyer richard wilkis upping that to 7 million during the closing speech um the now way too often mentioned dave Meltzer reports that uh one in a thousand cases will result in the jury awarded more than the amount it was requested let alone six times more $4.2 million was awarded to Austin for his medical bills and rehabilitation. And $16 million was rewarded for pain and suffering. His wife, Holly, uh, was awarded $5.5 million for her suffering. And his two sons were awarded $500,000 each due to the parental limitations. The injuries would result in Austin was to receive uh, less than the total as the jury was also... Um, also found that Titan Sports was 90% liable, Marty Gennetti was 5% liable, and Austin was 5% liable. Thus, Austin only receives 95%. Yeah, so, yeah, they basically found that Titan Sports had the, the whole thing where people, the vetting process for jobbers was, hey, look at this guy, he sucks, <laughs> is gone now. Yeah. Like, it's like, they... Now, obviously, now, if you look back, you look at any wrestler that's on the main roster is you can find a clip of them from Velocity in 2006 losing to fucking Chris Masters. Obviously, AJ Styles was a jobber. So was Daniel Bryan. So was Samoa Joe. So was Dylan. So but there's, that's just in life. <laughs> I have tons of jobbers and I give blow jobbers. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Put it in my mouth, please. I'm sure if you re- if, re- if you're listening to this, you know essentially it was just like, hey, Killer Kowalski said this guy likes to fuck. Okay, he's losing to Barbarian now. Hey, Barbarian shot him with a real gun. Well, he should have sold better. Ha 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 ha. Tell his wife he was nothing in life. And that's how they dealt with fucking. But this is crazy because this is it's so weird because it. Not really echoes the, but it does remind me a lot of the Hulk Hogan trial where Hulk Hogan asked for a hundred million dollars and they asked, actually gave him more. And the same thing happens here where it's just the fucking jury hated the WWF so much that they just were like, fucking fuck these guys. Yeah. And 
They had Dean Malenko and Killer Kowalski as witnesses. Um, Malenko took the rocker dropper in the courtroom and came up unscathed, and they still didn't give a shit. They basically said their their part of it was that this Chuck Austin said he would make the rocker dropper look great, and Chuck Austin tried to and now, but part of the reason why they they also didn't like. Um, the WWF is that Marty Jannetty tried to fuck every member of the jury's daughter yeah. or wife. So Marty Jannetty, first thing he said, first of all, how old is everyone here? And then they all said their age, and he went, nobody under 18? And they were like, what? And he went, nothing. Yeah. Hey, my name is Marty. I need money for smokes. And if someone has a smoke. <laughs> so it's cool if I gack up in this uh, room here, right? What are you saying? Cocaine? Can I do cocaine? Yeah, I didn't realize that you were either uh, a child or a bitch. Now I'm going to rack up a line, and if that guy, that fake rent-a-cop over there has a problem with it, guess what he can do to my asshole? Same thing that I'm going to do to his wife's asshole. Not go near it. <laughs> also, this is, a case, this is a match from December 1990 when Mr. Austin gets paralyzed. And this is really kind of a metaphor for the entire year of 1994. The seeds were sown in the 90s, in the early 90s and 80s, and now the chickens have come to roost. If there was one year that was going to take this company out of business, it was 1994. Most of us think it's Kevin Nash. (laughs) It's so crazy that all these documentaries WWE has made, it's like, and that's when we survived Disco Inferno. It's like... Disco Inferno was not your. This is this is why Vince is on this huge victory lap because from the years of 1993 until not even 93, 92 until like 2001, he's just in the war for nine years, and then he gets out of it, and he's like, Triple H is the champion, and I'm hiring back people. <laughs> I guarantee he tried to hire the attorney who charged him with a steroid trial, and he's like, okay, you now you suck my dick in the shower, no cameras, aha. Yeah, ha, 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 Vince, 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 Vince. Also, Vince McMahon has been saying his name into a mirror a lot recently, Vince, Vince. <laughs> Vince, McMahon's gone, Vince McMahon's gone nuts. I think that Vince McMahon will pass away, but it won't be like he gets sick. I think it'll be Joan Rivers style. He gets more plastic surgery, and that's how he'll go. Yeah, except the plastic surgery he'll die of is just on his dick. Am I right? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Mr. McMahon passed away. What happened? Plastic surgery. What was the operation? They made his dick really big, and then he demanded they beat him to death with it. <laughs> I really don't want to tell you what the operation was. Can you just tell me the operation? I'm a reporter. I'm not going to snicker or anything. I'm with the New York Times. All right. Well, he he wanted all the extra foreskin that was cut off of people that day, and he wanted to make a nine skin, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted every- He he just watched the movie Dune by David Lynch, and he's like, I want my cock to look like a sandworm. It was. He has a lot of money. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he just kept yelling, make it happen. He even did it while he, we, we, he was under. Yeah, he, we, we gave him 11 ounces of fentanyl, and he was still screaming, make it happen, in his what can only be described as comatose. <laughs> now, a couple of things before we close. Now, what you're all missing is the steroid trial. That's next week where we go through just the steroid trial. Because bear in mind, all of this is happening, and Vince McMahon goes on trial for steroids, and Hulk Hogan is now openly training and debuts in WCW. 1994 was the day, was the reckoning of the cocaine 80s, gave way to crying in the shower for Vince McMahon only. Well, not crying, because he didn't actually consider most of the things that are horrible that we've discussed horrible. He probably just said boys being boys, snickered, and then did not acknowledge his son. Um, I... If a boxer gets paralyzed, is the promoter liable? No. Chuck Austin lost a fair and square match to the Rockers. But wrestling's fake. Mm, I'm rescinding not that. When you're against it's Mar- not fake Not when anymore. you're against Marty Jannetty. Then you got to be real. Not when you're against Marty Jannetty. Because I told Marty before that match, I said, this guy also was attracted to his own daughter. And Marty wanted to fucking beat him up and kill him so he could marry his daughter. Hey, Marty. The guy you're facing tonight says, betcha, you can't drink 11 bourbons and then try and go to the ring. Oh, well, I've already had nine. That's good. The guy in the ring um, doesn't think it's a good idea to get drunk off only mouthwash. Well, I'll show mm, you. I put some toothpaste in there, you little bitch. 
<laughs> oh, you mix your mouthwash? You're such a fucking loser. Yeah, what is it, 2009, you little fuck? Fuck me. Yeah, I go straight wash. I don't even have time to say the mouth part. Just wash. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the best thing about 1994, Dylan? Ugh, I don't want to talk. There's no best. The worst thing is that Tom Cole and... Jerry Lawler, um, sorry, I should say that Mel Phillips, Terry Garvin, and Jerry Lawler were not brought to justice. The best thing is probably the Chuck Austin verdict. It's crazy to me that Vince McMahon's year is so action-packed that he loses $20 million, and he's just like, yeah, I guess that happens. Yeah, by the way, this is why they had to cut people's salaries. It has nothing to do with Diesel's drawing power. It's the fact that in a year he dropped... yeah. The gross national product of most provinces of Canada. I mean, that's not true. But, like, a fuck ton of money on getting himself out of legal jams. So it's like, oh, we got to cut your salary, J.J. Dillon. Vince, is your salary being affected? Um, I'm going to try. No. Yeah. At this point, an entire hockey team's salary. He has just lost. He lost... (laughs) in one year he could have paid for all of the columbus blue jackets or whatever the fuck they're called Mm -hmm. yeah so he's lost a lot of money but he did avoid serious jail time and he did like it's crazy to me that the government didn't jump on the ring boy scandal i wonder if vince at the time was thinking like thank god like he must have like been one of those things that always happens in tv shows where they're like the government goes, we're taking you to trial. And he's like, oh, my God. Mean for the, that's right, the steroids. And Vince is like, what? And he's like, yeah, the steroids. And he's like, oh, thank God. I mean, oh, that's bad. Then he hangs up the phone. He's like, Linda, have the pandas killed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Linda, they're coming for Suffocate the pandas immediately. Linda, do you know how we're just running pills through the south for no reason so we can feel alive? Of course, Vince, have everyone involved murdered. They don't know. They don't know who we are. We used anonymity as a shield. I said murdered. <laughs> um, bring some. Bring the youngest for me to suffocate. I want to feel. Yes, drunk. yes, yes. Make sure that the bodies are uh, drained of their skin in a vat of acid, but their bones are bleached, so I may smash them with my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Gene may be the teacher, but I am his. Yes, master. Gene. Yeah, I've been reading some of Mean Gene's memos, and they're finally really making sense to me. Uh, mean Gene left a long, rambling statement on the uh, quitting for WCW, but uh, some of the recommendations about how to get rid of a body are quite thorough. and indulgent. Linda, I don't know if you've been listening to Gene's 900 number, but may I tell you, it's very informative. <laughs> are you aware with one bag of lye, you can dissolve up to five bodies full-sized? Don't even need to be that deep of a hole. The lye just absorbs in the soil. Oh, sure, you won't be able to plant there, but you're not much of a gardener, are you, Linda? That, and does the macho man have a new finishing move? Call the WCW hotline. That would be really fun. We should get a 1-900 number that we just update with Mean Gene's long ramblings about murder, about watching people die, and then just what happened in the Renegades match. Here's the thing about what's interesting about uh, the Mean Gene thing is I still feel like this the Mean Gene being a serial killer very conceivably could end up like us call uh, us predicting the... Oh, the, the Cornette thing? Yeah. Well, the Cornette thing was right there. It's like he clearly looks like a guy who just want, <laughs> he just wants you to... Tell him he's fucking bad and spit on. Yeah, I want to point out again that Dylan looks a lot like Jim Cornette. Now, I've never looked like Jim Cornette in my life. That's not even one thing. You're both full-figured boys. You both have hot glasses, and you've got good attitudes when it comes to politics. <laughs> oh yeah, is that is that one of the reviews? Yeah, it's my review. Oh, oh, that's my review. John, what's you? What's the? What's some comments about 1994? I'm not even going to say best and worst. Just say more about 1994. What's a synopsis even from the big head himself? Oh, the big thought from the big head with the guy who's got a in proportion but not impressive penis, John Hastings. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say this about 1994. It's the reckoning of Vince McMahon. All of the cloistering, all of the hiring of fucking losers, all of the fucking hiring of fucking monsters comes home to roost in this year. Vince McMahon does not learn from any of his mistakes in this because he doesn't really need to. He focuses only on his financial loss and moves completely forward. This is the beginning of the calcification into the man that we now know who basically looked at a global pandemic and went... I survived the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. He literally was like, um, I survived 
1992 to 2001, I don't care about your quote-unquote diseases. Like, this is what makes Vince McMahon have the hubris he has now, because he has seen horror, and he fucking loved it. Thanks. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Of course, I'm going to do the plugs now, so turn up your radio and dance along. John, can you give me a... Bandcamp.com slash the John Hastings for all my album releases or Ooh. buy them on iTunes or go to YouTube and see my Enbra Hour from last year. Also, something might be coming out that I'm going to need all of you guys to retweet. I can't tell you what it is, but just follow my Twitter this week for something that I would love if you guys would retweet. It would be really helpful for me. Oh, yeah. His Twitter is at the John Hastings. My Twitter is at Dylan Gott. The Wrestler Review Twitter is at Wrestler Review. All one word. Of course, no underscores, baby, because we get shit on fucking time. At Wrestler Review on Instagram. Patreon.com backslash Wrestler Review. Oh, and I just want to say this to all of the patrons. Thank you so much. People have been upping their donation. People have been continuing to donate. It's been incredibly impressive and incredibly appreciated in these turbulent times. So much so, I will be keeping all of the money. Dylan gets none of it. He's actually opposite day. Hobson gets all the money so he can get those court documents because I, for one, am fucking pissed at how shitty his fucking notes were. Yeah, I could, they could be a little bit more detailed in the awfulness, Hobson, for God's sakes. You're being paid tens of dollars. <laughs> Stop bolding and then writing comments like, this crime I like. It's creepy. Hey, stop footnoting everything and just being yeah. and saying things like John and Dylan are monsters. Stop prank calling my house. Oh. <laughs> Can't take the heat stay out of the kitchen, baby. But seriously, this program would not exist without uh our uh researcher/producer/man who made a t-shirt for our show and make Dylan and I feel really like special boys. And particularly we were talking about him this week because he had to research all of this and condense it down so one smart man, me, and one man who slept his way through high school, literally and figuratively, uh are able to condense down this horribleness for all of you through our leftist filter. Whoa, call back to the beginning, fucking yeah, man. Our lefty fucking cucked up filter, so please donate to Patreon. There's some people also who have are in a higher bracket who like pay 20 bucks a month where you get to pick a wrestler to uh, for us to profile on Patreon and just have it messaged us. And there's also $10 a month. So $5 you get access to all the extra episodes, blah, blah, blah. $10 you get to pick something for us to say off the top of the show. And you could... no, And no one has done that. So if you guys want to do that, you can just... We'll say some stuff. Obviously not horrible, but like just a bunch of swearing. If you guys want to do that, then we have to we have to open the fucking show with it. That's what we fucking said. Come, 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 come to Patreon. All right, and unlike the Laps fan, we're keeping the plugs very limited. So, ladies and gentlemen, for Dylan Gott, I'm John Hastings. Dylan, what do you have to say? I'm take a dump, and I did it in my pants, and I don't think I'm going to do it in toilets anymore. I think I'm just going to have it smushed up against my butt all day. Thanks so much for listening, guys.